marketing, entrepreneurship, and all things small business. You're listening to the Profit 911 Podcast. Now, here's your host, Justin Miller. All right, we are here, back again, from the grave again. <laughs> One more time. It is episode 26. Uh, I don't is know it that we, high? Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, we, we made it in, what, two short years or something. <laughs> you now have, have gotten farther so, than 95% of other podcasters. Two weeks a year. We probably should be at episode 80 or so, but we're at episode 26. And we're talking about podcasting. So this is going to create some sort of black hole having a podcast talking about podcasts. But it'll also maybe help resell me on why we're doing this and the fact we need to consistently get these things out the door. So let's talk podcasts. Um, I'm going to lean on you quite a bit on this one, Kevin, since you're my resident pro on podcasting and right, it doesn't happen unless you come in the office. So <laughs> Service demands. Um, you joked about it, but you literally are above like 95% of other. I mean, I saw a statistic recently that like 90% of podcasters record like four episodes and then give up on it. Which is pretty sad because yeah. you know, we haven't given this thing the attention it deserves. And I'll tell you why as we go through here, uh, believe it or not, there, there's been some traction on this. Um, and it's been worthwhile. Um, it's just tough to get them out the door sometimes. It's, it's tough to record them. Um, let's talk about why the podcast. And there's a few different reasons that, that come to mind. And the first one is the one we're doing the worst with, which is you know a constant rhythm of content coming out. Um, yes. As much as, you know, admittedly, I've been awful at it. You know, if these would come out every week and there was that constant release date, you know, that, that builds a lot of credibility for a business, I would say. You know, the, the messaging and, and getting it out there. It's also a different media than everything else. So I think the podcast is like completely non-threatening. People that listen mm -hmm. to it, it's super casual. Um, what we share isn't always the same as what we would share, you know, say if you met us at a conference or something like that. Um, so people listen with their guard down. You can get your message across. Easier. Yeah. With less resistance, too, I think. Yeah. I mean, if someone's agreed to download the podcast, start listening to the thing. You know, if it's halfway entertaining, I, I think they'll continue to listen, and it gives you a shot. Also, let's not forget that they just get used to hearing your voice. Which, yes. from a branding perspective, or if you happen to be the sales voice of your organization. Um, so if you're the face of your organization, you know, that's that's pretty important. You know, they get, get comfortable with you. Um, this is one thing... Maybe you can share some experience from radio because you were in uh, terrestrial radio forever. Um, you know, it, it builds uh, radio. It builds some fame, but it, it builds like they know you. I mean, would would you get that that once people put two and two together, that it was a voice that they've heard before? Absolutely. Yeah, I think it builds credibility. It builds on a smaller scale some sort of relationship. People. I mean, I, that used to happen to me all the time, and it's still every great once in a while does. So you're that guy that I heard, you, yeah. I mean, I'm almost like now, like yeah. I, I was gonna say the, when when I was growing up, I heard you on the radio. Is yeah. that what you're getting now? You yeah. DJed my <laughs> high school prom. Yeah, I know that was a long time ago. Where were we at? Oh yeah, what class? Uh, 2005. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I think it does. It, it it becomes a constant. It's something you recognize that person. You you hear that. We used to always hear from like the corporate guys, like you know you're their friend. You're someone they can listen to on the radio. Well, a podcast is no different. It's just a different delivery method, really. Yep. 
your ability to to reach somebody is still a one-on-one. In radio, you're really only talking to one person at a time. You might have 10,000 people listening, but you can't talk to all of them at once. Same thing with podcasting. You're talking to whoever's listening. It just may be a bunch of different people listening, but nobody necessarily is listening at the same time. You're reaching them wherever they're at, whenever they're listening. Well, and here's the beautiful part. We got no management, no rules, no regulations. You can pretty much say whatever you want, right? Which is, yeah, very different than radio. (laughs) That's true. You know, how, how would that conversation go on a morning show level? You know, was there just, was there boundaries? Uh, there's or, always, I, there's a phone in the studio that we call, it's called a hotline. It's always the number that you never want the phone to ring because you always know it's your boss complaining about something. <laughs> and I, when I became the boss, then I would be like, am I going to, it's like pushing the button. It's like, am I going to use the phone? Because then you got to be judicious about it. But you're right with podcasting. It's, I mean. If you're Joe Rogan, you're, you're saying whatever's on your mind. If you're anybody, if you're Greg the florist, you're going to say whatever's on your mind without thought of maybe repercussion. Yeah. Um, and once they put you on the air, you know, what you said, of course, must have been true, right? Because, of course, naturally. You know, if, it, if it came over uh-huh. the airwaves or the TV or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, though, people take that as, as the truth for some reason. Uh, you know, this is a, a massive authority tool. It's just like, you know, we've talked before about writing a book. You know, this mm-hmm. is this is a very similar thing to a book as in that it's an authority piece once they see it's legitimate now you also get the opposite impression from some people you say you have a podcast you know they think you're you know in your basement you know just talking to yourself which to an extent some of that is changing. you're right you can i mean you're right you can now that unlike radio radio or like even a big production house that would do commercials years ago you had to go pay big bucks or use expensive equipment then it, suddenly Pro Tools comes along or computers. And now, I mean, look, at we're recording this on a piece of gear that is a, like 12 by 6 and was like $500 and it gives me studio quality. I don't need to spend thirty grand to come over to your business to record your podcast. Yeah. And we'll share some of that when we get to how, by the way, if you happen to be like a, a techie listener and you're curious, you know, I'll, I'll have you share that. Um, the other thing about podcasts is it really gives you a, a reason to contact people. So once this thing's recorded, it doesn't do anything by itself being out there. I suppose if people have actually subscribed to your podcast, they're going to get an, an they'll get an alert, right? Yeah. Yep. But for the most part, and especially when you're starting, just recording it does you know absolutely zero for you, other than saying you have a podcast. Um, you know, you have to get it distributed, which you know we'll talk about as well. But it, it gives you a reason to go to your current. Uh, clients, patients, leads, and say, hey, there's something new. Now go listen. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it doesn't matter what industry you're in either because, you know, I get an email, I think it's monthly, from one of our, our mailing software providers. So we have Direct Mail House, and they talk about postal regulations, which to you, I'm sure, and everyone Seems, else sounds... Yeah, that sounds big. Yeah, I'm really nothing sad. you'd want to listen to, right? <laughs> Um, but I get it. And I'm like, that has a massive impact to my business and life. So, you know, I'll go click through. It's it's a nice casual way to get updated on what's going on, uh, content that's relevant to me. Now, yes, it's not always as entertaining as some of the other podcasts. But it's relevant <laughs> to you. It doesn't have to always be entertaining. Relevant sometimes. That's what I think is neat about podcasting is that if it's relevant to you, that might be, that would not be entertaining to me. But to you, it's relevant and you actually might enjoy it because you might pick up some information podcasting can be a situation where you are getting either entertainment or relevant information that you need and you know 
again, what, what's exciting to you might not be exciting to somebody else, but that's the joy of it. You don't have to have a million followers or listeners to have a successful podcast. Right, and within reason, delivery is somewhat excusable. So, I mean, we, we have production elements on this. We have the intro, the outro, a little sweeper, um, and, and we have some decent gear, but probably for no other reason than you and I both have audio backgrounds. So. True, you're right. <laughs> like, literally, we can't sit down here and do it without it. Like, that doesn't function in our minds. Yeah. But you wouldn't have to, no. um, as long as there's nothing massively distracting about the way you put it together. I mean, literally, we have decent microphones on our phones now. That's the other, the barrier to entry in podcasting is literally kind of zero. If you own a phone, you can be a podcaster. Yeah. But you can also do what we're doing. There is, it's become now various levels. It's not like radio where you need specific equipment to be a radio broadcast or, or to do TV or to print a newspaper or whatever. Now with, with podcasting, you're right. You there can you can be an amateur and do it on your phone. You can be a professional and have thousands of dollars in gear, but you can also be in the middle. It, it, it really has become like anyone can do it depending on what level you, just how far do you, how, how deep down the rabbit hole do you go? Yeah, and, and so I think... I was a slow adopter of this, by the way. I was kind of like, eh. I think no. you knew you needed to do it, Another, but it was yeah. like, it's just one more thing to have to do. Exactly. And, you know, look, looking where we're at currently, it, it still can be adopted successfully. Uh, we're not, like, past it yet. Um, but, yeah, it's it's gained a legitimate spot in media, which I wasn't sure was going to happen. You know, I, I kind of stuffed my nose a little bit at it. I saw what was coming. I saw... You know, obviously, there's people successful in every media. Yeah, but I also see it differently in your business. Podcasting as a whole is becoming mainstream enough with the masses if they want a, a murder mystery or if they want this or that. Your podcast is, I mean, if I'm not a business owner who is interested in the things you're talking about, I'm. it's a hard pass. I don't care. I'm not interested. That's the thing about podcasting. It can be, it can be. It entertains me and I can hear about this or it can be Tony Robbins giving me advice on how to be a better person or it can be Justin Miller talking to me about automation and my marketing and what because every time I mean, you're good at that being able to come up with a specific topic every time which is also like the hard thing to do with when like the creative behind a lot of a lot of the work in a podcast is done before you ever even start the recording yeah I'll, I'll share some of the behind the scenes on the how <laughs> uh, in a minute here but I, I think you hit it when you said the word mainstream, actually. So I didn't take it seriously until the entire world knew what a podcast was and enough yeah. knew how to download one, mm -hmm. um, which I, th I think we're there now for the most part. And that, that wasn't the case. So the audience, potential audience size has increased greatly. And there, it's still, as a true podcast, I don't think we have a whole heck of a lot of people that subscribe to this. There's some, because mm -hmm. when an episode goes live, they'll say, hey, you finally popped up again with another one. Um, but for the most part, it's just a tool and we distribute it ourselves and people will, you know, download and listen, or maybe they'll watch it on YouTube or something but like that. That's the difference is that you're using it as a tool. If you just, if you just let it go to Spotify and iTunes, no one would be, unless they're searching for specific marketing ideas, you're taking it and you're pushing it out to the people you want it to be, to be heard by. Or yep. if you do a video podcast, which is like the next step, you want it to be seen and heard. So yeah, you're doing... You're doing the work on your end versus letting Apple or Spotify put you in a category. Yeah, I don't think that someone's going to magically search and find this podcast. Um, I'm not under the illusion that's the value we're providing. Um, there are people, by the way, that sell podcasts, and that's what they're selling. Yeah. 
But I, I, that's not how we're using it. Not, not how I'd recommend you go about thinking of this. Let, let's talk real quick before the break about, you know, who can benefit from using a podcast. So, you know, I, I said I was not an early adopter. So that means, you know, there's a lot that can. I really think that anyone that is in a professional service business uh, where trust is needed in order to make a sale of some sort mm-hmm. should have some form of a podcast at this point. Yeah. That, I mean, whether that's a dentist or a chiropractor or a plumber, I mean, it has kind of become, and I, some of my clients, when we first started, were like, I don't get why I have to do this. I don't have anything to offer. And seven episodes in or 10 in, you get interesting stories about stuff from the dentist or the chiropractor. And I'm like, it doesn't always have to be technical. You ha- if you have an expertise, you have something to share. It, it's so much easier in today's world to share your knowledge directly and for someone to go get it than it is for someone to try to figure it out on their own. That's the thing. If I need to change something, whether I'm a plumber or I'm maybe it's a real estate podcast, what do I need to know about you know getting financed or whatever? It's easier for me because I like podcasts to go find it and listen to it than it is to try to figure it out on my own and fail six times. I think that's part of the knowledge part of podcasting is you, if you have a, a service industry or if you have knowledge, you offer, a, you, you don't realize that you do have value to give. Yeah, and, it, and I don't think it always has to be directly relevant to what you do either. So mm-hmm. we've talked before about you know print newsletters and that constant rhythm of communication and how you know bottom line it has to have entertainment and you can teach a little as well. This is the audio version of that, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it even better receive. So anywhere you're building a brand or some sort of authority or trust, or if you offer a service or product that has a long sales cycle, this can help fill that gap from potential client exploration to purchase to where you're constantly in their head. I'm, I'm, you know, home homeowner would be a good one, except for right now when we're in this mass hysteria and, you know, homes <laughs> just magically sell. Well, yeah. Think uh, about if you're like a real estate agent, but you're the, you're the buyer's agent, the seller's agents are the ones who are on fire right now. It's, I mean, it is, it is a, you know, this is the deal. I mean, we have a house next door that is selling this week and I talked to the guy and he said we had two offers. One was with uh, an inspection, one was out without. And we took the one without the inspection for a little bit less money because I don't, I don't want to bother. It's just I want it. I want to sell it. It was like seventeen days from beginning to end. I'm like, yep, it's amazing. Yeah, and and we're not in like the most crazy of markets either. So someone's gonna be listening to this. What two? That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I think that can that can bridge that gap though, and and you know build that comfort level. I'm trying to think of other like major purchases on the you know works business to business obviously but business consumer as well i'm thinking like there's a guy i know that does custom swimming pools i mean if you started thinking of getting a a pool that may cost you know 20 30 yeah maybe even a multiple of that thousand dollars it's a conversion tool you're right it's not i mean you're gonna enjoy hearing about that too right you're gonna learn everything you can and well and here's the other thing too and i i mean you you may or may not admit this and it may not be relevant to you but there are some people who do i mean some of these people whether it's a doctor or a lawyer whoever it is some of it for them is an ego thing yeah i mean yeah you're an expert in your brand you're an expert you're part of your brand it's just one more extension of your brand and there are some very like in our town there are some very well-known attorneys who are now podcasting like it's like it's the new television or the new radio and it is in a way um partly because they probably like the sound of their own voice. I mean, sure. You they're, know. they're, they're building their personal brand. Exactly. Um, 
I think those, the early adopters, I think were more likely to do that too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, anyone that's met me in a non-stage environment knows I'm pretty low key and could care less, <laughs> but that's, you know, that's not the case with everyone. Let's take a quick break. When we come back from the break, we're going to, we're going to talk the how. So like we'll get nitty gritty technical on some stuff. If you're thinking of doing this, how you do it, uh, who can help you do it, things like that. Be right. And now, now, back to the Profit 911 podcast with your host, Justin Miller. Welcome back. We are talking podcasts. Justin Miller here with Kevin Walker, my producer and co-host. Uh, we're going to get into the technical side, so... You're either going to like this part or hate it. It depends how technical you are. And <laughs> if you don't want to get technical, we'll, we'll tell you the easy ways too. But um, let's talk about content first, because you mentioned in the first half that this is the hardest part coming up, what to talk about. And people have no idea. Yeah, maybe they don't start because they don't know what they're going to say. Um, so behind the scenes here, <laughs> there are days that you walk in to record these podcasts and I am scribbling notes yes. right before we start. Right before we start. And other days, you email them to me three days in advance, and I have an idea what we're talking about. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that, but yeah, I've I've done live like stage hypnosis shows you're used and improv to be able type to, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the, the knowledge is there, and you're able to do it. And it's it's interesting for me because this is the one podcast that I'm part of that I'm not the main host. I'm I'm helping you. I'm producing. I'm I'm basically playing off you. It's your show. It's your knowledge. It's kind of interesting for me. So even if I get it the day of, I'm not like, oh, no, what am I doing? Right. Well, and if you're sticking to your area of expertise, there really shouldn't be a ton of prep time. You, you want to have yeah, at, least, at least an outline maybe. Yeah. I mean, what, barring this one where you can walk in blind and we get it recorded, you know, what do you like to see before the record buttons hit? I want to see at least some kind of general outline of here are the topics I'm going to cover. Here's the things that I'm not sure if we should talk about or not. Um, are we going to have a guest? Are we going to have someone Skype in or we're going to call them or whatever? Um, are we, do we have any questions? Are you going to, cause some people will take, you know, email questions or, or maybe they're live and then someone calls in. So for me, it's just about, okay, what do you want to cover? Are we talking to anybody? And are there any other production elements? Cause sometimes it might even be a situation where you pre-recorded an interview earlier with someone and just going to play uh. that segment back. So some of it for me is, well, did we record something? Did we, do we have someone ready to go live? And what the heck are you talking about? Cool. And that's enough to get through. Tell me, tell me about, so our format we picked here might be different than what you would typically recommend. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, so I'll, I'll defer to you, but we typically are doing like 20 to 30 minute podcast here. We break them in halfway to where we can chat a little at the halfway point. Yep. Um, obviously, we could run promos for our company or commercials or something. We're too lazy to insert those most of the time. Um, but that's the way we've chosen here, and, and it works pretty well. Is that typical or not? I think so. It, well, there's either there's one or two, it seems like. It's something like that that's relatively short, two segments, maybe three, depending if you have guests, and it's 20 to 30 minutes max, maybe even yep. as little as 18. And then the other side of the coin is the shows that are an hour and 20 minutes long, no matter what you do. Um I'm part of a podcast. It's called The Journey from Dude to Dad. And a local TV anchor um, is the host with me. And we usually have a guest on. And we talk about being a dad or being a grandparent or being a, a you know, going from being that 20-year-old who isn't a dad to a dad and all the different steps through. And 
when you have a guest on, especially the one thing that I've tried really hard with, with him, because it's his podcast, but I host it with him and he comes up with the guests, is he's I often have to try to get him, hey, we gotta prep the guests. Cause if they don't if they just come on or right. sit if we go to the sports bar and start recording, this is going to take forever. It's those podcasts that take longer to edit because they need to be edited. Yours well, doesn't yeah, need was... to be edited. You and I are I mean it's it's again goes back to we have a background in some of this stuff. So this isn't like oh I gotta cut that out. You know, there's well it's not only that, but my perception of this is I want to come across real so mm-hmm. barring something you don't need it to be super slick and produced no. it is produced and it is slick but it's not slick like like we're gonna go back and shine it up now when we're done it's yeah, so just so you guys know we've never gone back and never cut a, cut a piece of content Mm-mm. it's always like right where it is and if there was a mistake we let it go Who cares? so some of them to answer your question more directly the, like the Joe Rogans of the world they're gonna have two and a half hour episodes because a he's getting paid a, a gajillion dollars but if you have a, some of them are longer, maybe it's a health podcast or it's someone who's, and often the longer podcasts often are people that are, that are educating and then they have a product or service to sell. They want you to join their membership. They want you to buy their vitamins. They want you to buy their supplements. So, I mean, I think a lot are shorter, but there are a fair amount of podcasts that literally go on forever. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to me that, I mean, it sounds awful. <laughs> First off, I got to I gotta too. fill the time. Well, if you're right. But I think it's not awful if you like to listen to it. But yeah. I like if I listen to Joe Rogan, I can't listen to a whole... I mean, I get some... Or I'll come back to it later. That's the other thing is people think that you listen all the way through at one time. Yeah. Even with yours, I bet people come back to it. Or don't be under the illusion that people listen to the whole thing all the time all the way through. But they may come back and listen to it two or three times. Well, and that's, get, that's interesting because, I mean, my intent here is to keep it short enough to where you could listen start to finish and... I want to get you a couple nuggets of value in it and some entertainment, and that's that's my goal. Yours might work that way because it is more educational and it's not super long. And if people are interested, they'll stick around. Where if it's we're going to talk to this person or we're just going to go on for days talking to this guy, I, I, I can get bored with that. Just so I can get bored with yeah. commercials on a radio, and I tune somewhere else. When you tune a podcast, somewhere you just go into. I mean, that's the thing about now. You can go and you just click a button, and you're onto the you know the next thing in that category or something else that's saved to your phone. Well, and if you're a client or a potential client of mine listening, I know one thing about you. I know you're busy. Mm-hmm. So this is probably very passively being listened to in the background while you do something else. And well, and that's that, where that's, they come back, though, the second and third time. And the second time that they listen with a little bit more discerning ear, and the third time they actually hear what you're saying. Cool. Uh, let's talk about audio versus video, because this is interesting, because we actually started with video mm-hmm. and, and slick production on the video as well. And ultimately, I ruled that yeah, it's just too much more effort. One of the reasons at this point in time I decided that as well, which I think video is good. I'll, I'll take your opinion in a second, but um, was the files were larger. So yes. I, yeah. I noticed even on my own phone where I had like auto download the past three or four episodes, it started eating up a, lot, a lot of, of space. space. Yeah. Longer to download. And in today's world where everyone wants everything in four seconds, I mean, if it takes a minute to download something or 30 seconds, I'm like, I often have to be patient. I'm like, really, 10 years ago, that would have taken a half an hour to download. Now I'm mad because it didn't do it in 90 seconds. Well, so do you think for most people uh, using this as a business tool, video has value or no? Because in my, the reason we did it again is because I'm going back to, I assume you're passively listening in the mm-hmm. background anyway. You're not going to actively watch the thing. And there was, it's two well, guys sitting around two a table. Guys sit, yeah, there wasn't a lot of like <laughs> value to just like, I'm going to watch it. it. I might, what do these guys look like? And there's some of that sometimes. Um, I think there is value to video where I think the value in podcasting video and some may disagree with me is a search 
engine tool by putting it on YouTube. And then yeah. it becomes, a, it mean, people search for you. They may find a podcast episode simply because they're searching for that t- subject. Like if you went and searched how to do a podcast on YouTube, it would come up with as many things as Google. Yep. I mean, it, it, but so for me, it does have value. Um, but you have to balance with the, again, you can do video the same way as you do audio. You can just slap a webcam up or a yep. phone. Or an iPad. Well, that's essentially what we did. We had, I think yep. it was an iPad on a stand. Or you can go all in and hang lights from the ceiling and get cameras. Yeah, but, and- but oh yeah. So with the production background, we couldn't leave it at that though. No. Yes, I, we did have studio lights that's and right. we did put a video intro and outro, which then required editing. Yes. Um, the so. video always requires some kind of, you're right, the overlays and the, the intros and outros. So I mean, it, you can go all nuts and, and spend a ton of money on camera gear and do all that and... I mean, like the, the gear we're using today does have the ability to export audio to a video sit up, set up. But it's, yeah, I mean, to me, if you're going to use it for, you want to just use it to be able to get a, a video on YouTube or Vimeo or whatever, you can do that with a phone or like we yeah. did, an iPad. You can, as long as it doesn't look like it was shot in, you know, 480p like 20 years ago, I think you're fine. As long as you didn't shoot it on a flip phone. Got it. True. <laughs> let's, let's talk about release schedule. And, and this is what I'm curious because I'm, I'm, greatly debating shifting this to trying to consistently release every other week instead of weekly. I think that's just a, um, I don't, I don't know if there's a whole lot of anecdotal evidence that says if someone, especially if they can get an update, if when you update it, if it's like us, it's every 47 days, um, (laughs) they're still going to get notified or it's going to, or it's an automatic download in, in, on your Apple and it's going to show up anyway. But I also see other people that say, Oh no, you have to post bi-weekly. Well, really, do you? I don't know, because even the podcast world now has become, it's so saturated that even I can, now I can't even listen to all the ones I want to listen to. So maybe, maybe they are downloaded. I won't get to them for how long. And then there's three more episodes. So, I mean, the marketer in me tells me there needs to be some sort of consistency. Well, and for you, I understand that because you, that is part of who you are and what you do. And I think that's true. Does it kill you if you don't? Maybe, maybe it kills you more if you're, uh, the podcaster who is more of a an informational teacher or someone who wants to get a, that servant, the plumber, the someone who has a, something to, to portray to somebody versus well, just, just to entertain somebody. Yeah, well, that might be it because you know my the, the bottom line goal is here is I want you to be acquainted with us and if appropriate, I want you to be a client at some point. So I just think it you know it does look flaky when our release schedule is random. That's true. I mean, but you're not interested in entertaining per se. That's not your main goal. Where some podcasts are literally there to entertain and they're not selling you anything. You're not going to desperately await the release and, you know, (laughs) Thursday at 4 p.m. That's true. Yeah, not not on this. All right, let's let's talk. Let's get geeky. Let's talk hardware and software. What's what's the state? You know, you can share the model of what's well, I mean, you can go you can literally go super low tech and you can use a phone there are apps that you can record and and the other thing too is you could you could make a voice note on your phone and then upload it to and there are there are dozens of sites uh, that you can upload to that will then share your feed to Apple and Spotify and Stitcher and Google Podcasts and you know whatever else there is um, again, for me and you, and for me especially, I, I mean, I'm more high-end. So I'm using uh, what's called a Rode Procaster. Um, retails for $5.99. You can plug four mics into it. You can do all the fancy bells and whistles. 
the microphones come are, are made to work with it. They're a hundred bucks. You could spend five hundred dollars. I, I have five hundred dollar microphones that yep. in my home studio. This is kind of a traveling setup. So you're not because I know you. I'm coming to you because it gets me out of the house. But if I've got a studio that has gear in it that never moves, and if someone wants to come, I would prefer people come to me. But I know you, so I come here. Um, but you could have gear that is set up and never moves, like real you know, almost like radio gear, but in reality, and you can use Adobe audition to, you know, but you can also use, um, Odyssey, which is a free software that you can, I mean, there's always going to be free software and apps, things that you can do on a very low key. I think the, the, the key is, are, are you just more in tune to getting your message out or are you interested in, we should EQ that microphone so Justin's voice has more bass to it? I mean, they yeah. do all that stuff. And we don't have the ideal setup here. This is not a recording studio. No, this We're room, sitting in a conference room, room with flat walls. Yeah. So, but, like, if we sit back, you can hear that. Yeah, echo. you can hear the whole room. And that's but, true. Or you can hear each other. If you, it, it, It's hard to tell, but if you could hear, his mic is also picking me up. In a perfect world, that wouldn't happen. Yeah. But, I mean... So yes, you can. I mean, and you can you can buy portable recorders. You now can record. I mean, there are during COVID because people couldn't meet in person. Now there are dozens of apps where you can record high quality audio over the internet, and it saves it to a, a drive, and you go access it in you know out. Yeah, in- that was going to be my other question. So we do record these face to face, but I've been a guest on other podcasts where they're completely remote, mm-hmm. um, with or without a producer. Yeah. Um, so I know that's possible as well and probably switches things up, but it sounds like, you know, DIY, if you wanted to, a couple hundred bucks and you're in, you know, professionally produced a thousand bucks, you get a great setup. My recommendation, if you think you want to get into it, it doesn't, if you have an iPhone or even a, an Android that, that you can do something with, start there. I mean, yep. if, if, if the audio sounds like this, I may not like it, but the people that you're talking to are going to be like, he's not close up on that mic. No, they're going to turn the volume up on their radio. They're going to turn then, the volume up. And then when, they, when they're done with the podcast, the next they're, yeah, they're going to blow the speakers. Blow the speakers out. <laughs> Get just, I mean, to me, and I've always been, this has always been a problem of mine anyway, is like too much planning, not enough doing. Just yes. do it. Just go do it. If yes. I mean, would I be glad to help somebody if they want to email me and say, well, tell me about that Rode Procaster. Well, I, I, I can but I can also tell you that your phone will do just fine. And then when you get to the point where you have some traction, you know, that's a different story. Because then we haven't even talked about the whole end of, like, trying to make money with podcasting, like, you know, sponsorships and selling commercials and all that. I mean, but for a lot of clients that I work with, that's not really the end goal. The end goal is to get their message out or their expertise out. Yep. It's not to try to sell commercial to somebody to insert in their podcast because nobody cares about that. So let's talk about... Uh, who sits at the table. So we've chosen kind of a co-host format for this Mm -hmm. because it plays to my strengths. I like conversational playing off another person. It's just what I prefer. I've always, even when I was doing events, I preferred it that way. You know, if we were hosting some sort of stage show, uh, I always liked having a a co-host or or someone that at least had a microphone and, you know, we could bounce off each other. Um, I've heard podcasts where it's literally one person recording themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, from a listener perspective, I think it's very hard to make entertaining. Um, True. Yeah, yeah. What What do you think for someone that's new to this? Should they? You know, should it be two people? Should it be? I think conversation is always better, unless you are such an expert in your field, or if you're a minister and you're going to talk about 
whatever your Sunday message is and you're just wanting to get that out, that's a different story. If you are such an expert that you are the only person that can add any value to the conversation, then maybe it's okay. But you're right. It, it's just, it can get really boring listening to one person talk. Do you need three people around? No, but you, you know, like this setup here, you can, we could have four guests and then you can also bring in someone on a phone or Skype, but yeah, find somebody in your circle or that works with you or for you or whatever that is that you feel adds value or well, if nothing well, else like you my, said just conversation yeah my second question was is it gonna you know if you decide to have more than one person does a second person really have to have any knowledge or can they play the you know can they be a hired gun like you are and play yeah. the outsider i think you if, know i really have a question about that because i'm not an expert in it i know? think if they're yeah if, if they can hold the hold their own in conversation and they understand uh, even a little bit about what the subject matter is. You're right. I think, and again, part of that goes, I could find somebody that doesn't really know anything and might not be able to hold their own, but if you prep them enough and give them enough information, they can sound like they know what they're doing and then it will work. Well, and from a sales perspective, I don't think they have to because they would be the voice of the consumer. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's if, true. If they have a question about something, chances are the listener does as well. Yeah. So sometimes I think actually being further away from the subject matter may be a benefit. No, that's true. I mean, whether you're doing it yourself or you're bringing someone in. And then the, the other option would be to hire someone who could come in and literally produce. Someone like what I'm doing for you. Come yep. in with the audio gear. Come in who, I mean, again, it doesn't hurt that I have a radio background. So I could I could host a series of podcasts that I don't know or care about, but I can sit with you. I mean, I care about marketing, so I like doing this. <laughs> but if I got a, a you know the green thumbers that want me to talk about plants, I all day long you'd think I love plants, but you won't know that I prefer fake plants in the corner. So you could that that's another option to find somebody who does this and can produce it for you. And if you want it to be like super cool from the beginning, that's probably the best way to go without having to spend yep. a ton of money on gear. Well, it's probably the easiest from a standpoint of getting it out the door, too. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of hiring people that know what they're doing, especially if you're busy. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So let's say we, we got through all that. Um, and we're running short on time, but uh, I'll kind of skip through repurposing the content. We may come back to that again. But, you know, so, you know, I plan to transcribe a lot of these and have the basis of the next book. You know, we can use it in email content. We can use it in newsletter content once it's transcribed. Let's talk about distribution. Okay. So we've recorded it. Sounds good. Now what? So you can't, you have to have some kind of hosting, no different than a website, no different if you're hosting a video or whatever, you have to place to put it. And granted, you, you want to create that RSS feed. So it's going to go to Spotify and Stitcher, but at the same time, you have to have, it has to be somewhere first for them to pick it up. So whether it's just a hosting place, whether you go with someone like Lipson or you go with someone else that is free or you pay for it. Uh, blueberry, things like that. You have to have a place to put it. And then it's how many bells and whistles do you want? Do you want it to just be hosted there? Or is it a website that also has more information and you're embedding it in your site and it's also going to those feeds? So it just, it has to live somewhere. No different than anything else you put on a website. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I think we spend like $15 a month or something for the software side of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't have to be expensive. Um, and I will warn you, um, if you use free, that you pay what you get what you pay for. Some of the free services will work, but they're very limited in what they offer you. And then, you know, so again, buyer beware. All right. We are running short on time. Funny, the one episode that I have more info, we've yes. actually gone long. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, hey, we can do a part two if anyone actually comments. Um, hey, speaking of you, 
It's just what you do for a living. You get a commercial. So how can you help people that want to do this? If they, if they have the resources and want the shortcut. If they want a shortcut, it's real simple because I already own the gear and the equipment. And, and for me, I think what I'm offering is part of the production end of it, but also could be hosting. It's also the planning and the preparation. And, well, I don't know what to talk about. Well, I can help you. Some of the things that you've taught me, like being able to figure out, let's dive down and know what you do. What's your value proposition? What do you offer? How do you want to distribute it? Because if you don't want to, if you just want to be, I just want to be on a podcast and let people listen, that's different. But if you're using it as a tool in your business to then later be able to transcribe it, to be able to reach across different platforms, I can help you plan that. I can help you run Facebook and Instagram ads and YouTube ads to be able to push people to your podcast or to your source. I mean, for me, it's just like being a production house. I mean, it's no different. I can help you from the beginning. If you want to pick gear and you need me to help you buy it, great. If you just want me to help you record it, whether it's remotely because you're in California and I'm in Iowa, or if you're a client that wants to drive to the studio, all those things, it's, I mean, to me, it's a little bit of expertise into how do you, well, where am I going to, what domain and how am I going to do this and which, which service is better to upload to and which ones do I want to send it out to and, or all of them. I think for me, it's a little bit, and then that's a very wide answer, but it kind of is like a little bit of everything. It's almost like being an agency. I can help you with any or all of it. So if I'm, if I'm super busy and I have the means to say, Kevin, help me to where I have to do as little as possible. Are we talking you know, a couple hours up front to acquaint you to what I'm doing and then I can show up and record? I would say probably at least 90 minutes up front for me to really know what the hell you're doing. Maybe even two or three, depending on how, okay. how in-depth it is. And you're right. And then to show up to record, you I mean, all right, let's, when's the first one going to be? When are we going to do it? And we could, you're right, it, you could show up to record or we do it remotely. Um you know, from the studio and no one knows that you're not in the same room with me. No different than if you listen to NPR or other national radio stuff, more often than not, those people are in studios across different parts of the country, but it is set up. We can do the same thing. So no one's going to know that you and I are in the same room. And we batch record, by the way, too. So we we record multiples at the same time. It's just more efficient that way. So Mm -hmm. we'll we'll take a five minute break here and we'll record episode 27. But Mm -hmm. exactly. (laughs) um, It won't be released that way because we need to time it out a little bit. Um, if they want to reach you, hey, how on earth do I find Mr. Kevin Walker? Probably the easiest way is would be to just call me. You can email or call me, but my my phone number is five six three five zero eight three four one eight. You text me, I will text you back almost immediately because I'm addicted to my iPhone. <laughs> uh, if you call, I may you may get my voicemail if I don't recognize the number. But five six three five zero eight three four one eight, or you just email me Kevin at kevinwalkermedia.com. Perfect. We've given a ton of info. Hopefully have not overwhelmed. If you're feeling overwhelmed and, and want to get help, just reach out to Kevin. He'll, he'll talk your ear off, but at the end of the day, you'll get it done. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back uh, episode 27 shortly. Next episode, we are talking uh, some HR stuff, which is uh, we're in an interesting market right now. We'll share some insights and, and how to find the right people for your team. Coming up next. This will be the first edit ever. <laughs> No, this is staying. (laughs) Kevin hit the wrong button. Thanks for listening to the Profit 911 Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave your comments. For more information on how Profit 911 Consulting can help grow your service business, visit Profit911.biz.